Oh, this is for the simples. Yeah. We sipping in conversation. Oh, we sipping in conversation. Oh, we sipping in conversation. Yeah, we sipping in conversation. What it is, or what it do If your homegirl sipping, then bring her on through huh? What it is, or what it do If your homegirl singing, then bring her on through, baby What it is, what it do If your homeboy sipping, then gon' come through What it is, what it do If your homeboy sipping, come through What it is, or what it do If your homegirl sipping, then bring her on through huh? What it is, or what it do If your homegirl Make sure y'all can hear me. Woo woo. Loud and clear. So what's good, Sippers? This is your boy Buddha. And over there is the lovely. Baby. And we coming to you live with another rendition of Sipping in Conversation. Real life. Real talk. Real people. (laughs) Okay. So baby. How was your day? It was a great day to be a great day, Buddha. What? I was in it to win it. How was your day? Uh, my day was uh, mixed reviews. I had mixed reviews today. Oh. You know what I'm saying? You, you know, you go out and you work hard for the money that you do get. Just to realize they don't give a fuck about you. It be like that sometimes. It unfortunately, sadly, it be just like that. And you know what? We I mean, just we go with it. We roll with it. I mean, this is just bear with me a little bit. Tell them. Tell me. Tell me about it. Just bear with me a little bit. You know, cause you know they always like a lot of companies out there. They preach loyalty. Mm-hmm. They want you to be loyal. They preach integrity. They preach. Uh, family values, amongst other things, right? Mm-hmm. But then, when they when it's when it's put when it's up to you, they want to see it. But when it's put up against them, they don't want to. They don't want to show it either. That's all I'm saying, man. It's, it's sad. It's hard out here. For it's hard, people. and you know they know they kind of have you by like the balls because they know? think you can't get no other job, right? You know, and a lot of it is part of our fault. I say why why I say our fault is because we we don't give the energy to the our place of employment that yes, it is a fact that I need a job. Meaning I don't need 
this job. I need a job. And so, but most of us, we know that it's probably, it probably was hard for us to get into that job right, right. in the first place. And so we're not, you know, we just don't make spontaneous decisions that's going to impact us. But for the most part, sometimes right. you got to just step right. out on faith, as they say. Right. I'm not, I mean, I'm not saying here or there, but what I'm yeah. saying to you is, if you want, if you want the best out of a person, out of a person, this speaking for employers. Right. If you want the best out of a person, you got to give the best back. Yeah, that if, does help. You know what I'm saying? That really does help. If you if you show some reciprocity with loyalty, you right. usually get a better worker. Yo. So last week, what we talked about? Well, we had a, we had a lot on the table. You know what I'm saying? But overall, mm-hmm. my perspective was women make up, and why do we as men? <clears throat> get looked down upon when we don't take to them without the makeup on. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nah. So last week we talked about why women, ultimately what we were talking about is why do women get passed over Oh yeah. Uh, when they don't have on like their makeup or they giddy up or whatever or they don't, they don't look that club ready type kind of thing, right? And so a nice looking guy that you know really is on your level, mm-hmm. um, he'll pass you by. But then when you go and get juiced up, yeah, he be like, Wait a minute, what's Wait up, little minute. shouty do what? You know what I'm saying? And then you be like, Oh, back then you didn't know me, now I'm hot, you're all on me, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> I had to think a little bit about it because Javon made a nice, a good point last week. I know, I just didn't really think about it. We women, we are notorious for passing by. Mm-hmm. We are highly judgmental. And in this day and age, baby, we ain't we ain't cutting mustard with them. You know what I'm saying? Cut so rope. I guess, you know, with that being said, um, no, of course, not all women. It's not all women, it's not all men. All it's right. it's it's never all. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh many men embrace a woman in yeah. her natural state of being yeah you know yeah. her natural element you yeah. know what i'm saying yeah. because the the fact that the matter remains hell i ain't gonna be i ain't gonna wake up like this i mean i like to catch them in the natural state so when they do get glammed up at least you whole, know the difference right it's a whole surprise you ain't been they catfish even, <laughs> they might even get fucked harder yeah that is so typical, Buddha. I'm sorry, not sorry. Uh, Are we speaking truth on this show? I mean, <laughs> Are I we speaking it, truth man. on this show? Oh my goodness. Oh yeah. My goodness. Yeah. I, I can't <laughs> I can't do nothing with this one sometimes. You're right. So listen, what you sipping on? Oh well, 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 well. I'm glad you asked me that. I went a little different this time. Because it's Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> tequila. Tequila. With some peach soda. 
Voila. Seco de Mayo. <laughs> That's what he got. That's what he got. That's he. Well, what am I drinking? Well, you drinking what you like. You went with a little ginger whiskey. Okay, so I got ginger whiskey. Ginger ale. Ginger ale. And some of that peach. And a cob. peach cobbler uh, mixer. Just a little bit. That's what why is, I got What it taste like, baby? It's actually not bad. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No, it ain't got nothing to do with Cinco de Mayo, but hey, you know. let him be great. Um, <laughs> what, he's so what, crazy. What, 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 it was, all it was, the only thing about Cinco de Mayo that he said was tequila. That's it. <laughs> that's it. That's all. Okay? That's it. That's it. That's all. Mm-hmm. Um, so that we we pretty much gave y'all a quick a recap on what we were talking about last week. Okay. Um, tonight we have two special guests. Oh, I can't wait. Two special guests. Oh, whoop, I can't whoop. wait. Uh, so if you don't, if you ain't told us what you're sipping on, that means you need to go get you something. You're all the way wrong. That means you need to go get you something to sip on. Mm -hmm. All right. So we're going to come right back in a few few moments, about a minute, two minutes. Mm -hmm. And boom, we're going to jump right into our guest that we have tonight. Mm -hmm. So excited because, you know, like we said, we got y'all. Different people coming in from different areas, different area codes. You, you got pros. In different area codes. Area. Um, so. Pros. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was giving you. I was giving you the date. No, I was giving you the date. No, boy, you go hit the hit the uh, uh, what, what's the uh, ludicrous? Go ahead, hit the ludicrous. No. Anyway, we'll be right back. Okay, mm-hmm. y'all. Give us a second. All right. Commercial break. Oh, this is for the simples, yeah. We sipping in conversation. Oh, we sipping in conversation. Oh, we sipping in conversation. Seems like we came back quicker than a snooker. <laughs> y'all see that? I know y'all see that. Y'all see it? Yes. Look it up. Look it up. Look. Look. Go in one more time. Say it oh. one more time. Hey, look at those gentlemen, man. They look man. like they hard at work right they now. They do what they do best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they do, y'all. I'm just saying. Oh, man. What we got here, baby? So, tonight, who we have with us in the building, our special guest, some of the finest from Rhythm League. We got DJ Todd Love and Mr. Moe. Moe. Ah. Wow, I like how you guys say that. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> did, did we bring y'all in like y'all like you like it? Beautiful. Yeah, yes, excellent, excellent, excellent. That was that was a good come in. Come on. Yeah, definitely. Just saying. Wow. We don't just get one of you rhythm leaguers. We get two. <laughs> we are a package deal. 
It's like yep. a mama and her baby, right? <laughs> <laughs> we're brothers. We're brothers to the end. That's right. No doubt. Give us a high five. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know we're crazy. Listen, listen, listen. I've been knowing you guys for a long time. Because when I met one, I met the brother. Yeah. And yeah, that's right. You you met you met Alim uh, at, at one of my uh, barbecues at the house for the birthday. Right. And yeah, it's just, yeah, yeah, we've yeah. been friends and family ever since. We've been family. Yeah. That's yeah. getting on 10 years now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Have, when y'all y'all have y'all well, 10 year anniversary, right? Yeah, 10 year anniversary this year. So probably met Alim maybe this eight years ago, give or take. Probably yeah, eight years. Yeah. Sounds about right. Man, so welcome to the Symphony Conversation with Buddha and Baby Show. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks and, for you know thanks for us. Yeah, I mean, you don't need us, but we need you. So we Oh, we all need each other. each other. Stop that. We all yeah. need each other. Well, you know, that's what I'm saying. We need each other. So mm -hmm. because you know, although you all well, you'll get into that. You'll yeah. tell me you'll tell me more. So I don't know which one is gonna be the representative speaker or if you're gonna take turns, but we'll tag um, Oh, me? Okay, me then. <laughs> that would be the one that's chilling. <laughs> so we're just going to jump right into it. Yeah. Right. Let's do I, it. I'm, number one, let's start with thank you for having us. It's really nice to be here. Um, I know I speak on behalf of Todd as well for that. Um, I was told, I know, of course, we're going to talk about what we're doing and what we're doing in the community and things like that, but. I'm very intrigued about your show and I, I was listening to the pre-show and you're talking about women and makeup and women without makeup getting passed on. And then the topic for this show is supposed to be uh, money and happiness or money versus happiness or however you choose to look at it, which is for pretty the love cool. of money. For the love of money, my friend. For the love of money, which is, to me, in a weird way, I think they're very directly connected. Um, but anyways, we can get into that stuff. I know you guys probably have like a, some, some interesting questions around the topic, so I'm excited to be here for the topic. Um, I can switch gears for right now into the Rhythm League and our events and our nonprofit work that yes. we're doing. Yes. Um, I want to start with a little bit of history. Of course, we went over, Todd and I have been fast friends uh, for at least eight years now. Uh, I, I would say uh, easily, without hesitation, I call him a brother. Um, our other brother, Travis Young, is part of the team as well, who a lot of us know that it might be on the show right now. And um, it's good to find people that know what they're doing and can work hard but it's also really interesting and great to find people that can admit a mistake go with the flow be ready to make adjustments if one of the team members sees that things aren't going the way they should um very collaborative very cooperative so that gives us the legs to do a lot of what we want to do um we started the nonprofit 
just in 2019, thinking, okay, we're going to, we've got a good run doing events. Um, these events, I can talk more about the events in, in a moment, but they were building nicely for a good few years. And in 2019, we said, okay, we can take this energy of these events and kind of use some of that energy to help the community around us. So whether that was donating funds and proceeds to um, homeless, sh homeless shelters, to uh, organizations that help people with uh, job readiness, things like that. Um, that was, I guess, the initial scope. And then all of a sudden we got shifted with this COVID business um, right when we were just about to get on our feet. I think we had our, we just had the first party announcing our official 501c3 um, uh, certification right the minute, like right at the end of March. And the attendance was low and we're like, huh. That's interesting. <laughs> Let's see. And then, then, then nothing the world happened. shut down. Right. Yeah. Then the whole world shut down. And and of course, with that shutdown, everybody on our team had to scramble and figure out what they are doing for themselves and their family. So you know, obviously, um, distracted with that stuff for a good period of time. Um, then slowly, uh, with the help of a gentleman, his name is Clayton Lewis Ferrara. And if anybody wants to look me up, if anybody else is interested in starting a nonprofit, um, I'm sure you guys could share links later after the show or, or, or during. Um, yeah, that's how you can find me. And um, there, he helped us get the nonprofit together back in 2019. And he also helped us kind of reboot, regroup figure out what we wanted to do because a whole set of new needs presented themselves. Yeah. Um, there are uh, small businesses and restaurants that are suffering, many shutting down and just kind of the chain restaurants are hanging around because they have deeper pockets to survive the storm as it were. So we've shifted, we are back. We got two of our flagship events coming up like in the next month and a half um we oh there's Vaughn. we got um one of them is called funk box which uh, i'm a part of and rhythm league is definitely a part of the production we're actually doing the rhythm league is doing the bar for that event um and the sound <laughs> and i'm djing for a little part of it the headliner dj his name is tony touch which is a lot of uh Hip hop heads and New York heads will will know that name, Tony Touch. Um, he this funk box is a one off party that he does. He's been doing for years and years in New York, in Miami, uh, in a lot of nice cities, uh, and it's his house music thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, most most hip hop people have like a house music leg that they stand on because the music is so yeah, intertwined yeah, 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 yeah. and they want an outlet to do house music. So this is, this was his baby thing for, for at least for years and years and years. They've been doing funk box. And for me to be for rhythm league, to be associated with it is a huge yeah. honor. Awesome. Um, yes. Just for people to recognize that we can move at that level. The music is going to be uh, incredible. Um, we've had to make adjustments 
uh, actually, and the, the, the next flagship party that we have, the Orlando House Music Party, we do with another gentleman that uh, I'm sure everybody on the show knows is Andre Mack. He's the hardest working man in show business, as far as I know. He recently had a birthday. Yeah. We were there in the house for, for that. And um, so him, a gentleman that actually kind of pulled us all together, um, Will Castro, he's one of the DJs for it. Our other partner from Rhythm League, Travis Young, is also uh, involved. So that party is geared uh, to, I, I don't want to say it's geared to the older generation of househeads because we have a strong contingent of younger folk that come through there. And um, it's, it's really, it's a free party. It's something that, we, again, we do for the community. And um, we go all out with the sound. Uh, obviously, we go out with, with the DJing all the way. There's going to be food trucks there, a good bar. Um, and for both parties, this is our, this is our comeback. It's as shocking as it were for months and months. I didn't know if I would see this day where we're throwing two of our flagship parties within a few weeks of each other. And it's very exciting. And we've got, um, we're doing them outdoors, mm -hmm. uh, just to add the open air quotient to the, to, to the event that, that really helps people be comfortable yeah. in this day and age. And a lot of us have got our shots and stuff already, but a lot of people have different opinions on that and we respect all of those opinions. Absolutely. You definitely want to lean towards safety always and, and making people comfortable. I don't have any political agenda on why I might wear a mask or not, but if it makes you feel comfortable, I'll, I'll wear it. And if, if it, it, you know, it, it's that simple. I want people around me to feel at ease and feel comfortable. And that we like to extend that to the events that we do. Yeah. Um, so both of the events are going to be outdoors um, from about 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. Because the out going in. Yeah, you usually have to uh, be a little more quiet earlier when you're outdoors. Um, we're working on those things, too. There, don't don't be surprised if the, if we have some late night outdoor parties in the summer, but you know, that's, that's, shh. Yeah. <laughs> you, heard, you only heard it here. Yeah. I heard, I got you. Everybody heard it. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> We're know, working on that. Wait, but, hold on real quick. Yeah. Real quick. So when you guys are having these outdoor events um, and you saying they're free. Yeah. One I of mean, them is. Not all in your pockets or anything, but yeah. how you know? I mean, I'm assuming you all do your collaboration with the bars and other places so that you'll be able to take a percentage of the proceeds to be able to give back. Right? Even better, even yeah. better. Yep. Um, yep. Part of starting the nonprofit is so that we can run the bar ourselves for the longest time. We've been, and no, no anger or shame in any people that run venues. They have overhead, they have rent to pay. They should grab a good piece of the bar. But for a nonprofit, I think initially I, I felt and in discussing with Todd and Travis that if we can open up the margins and have more control of the money, we can do more. Yeah. So um, that is where, so the funk box party, there's actually a cover charge for that one. And we have a, you know, a headliner DJ who's kind of expensive um, to, to bring in and, and, uh, then we'll control the bar at that. Um, and we'll control 
actually, for the Orlando House Music Party, that's really just a party. It's not part of uh, the fundraising effort. Um, we're spending money to do that one day, basically. Right, right, right. And the, the venue has the bar, but that's just our tradition for Orlando House Music Party is that's the party we pull out all the stops for. We, any kind of production that every type, we throw everything at it that we've got and we do it for free so people can come have a good party yeah. and get to know us better and we get to know them. We like to have parties, whether it's Funk Box, Orlando House Music Party or the occasional hip hop reggae party. We want people to walk in and walk out having met two new friends. Yep. Have a that's good time. That's the that's whole thing. Yeah, it's all not, I can say is, yeah. I'm trying to figure out if I'm gonna wear my icy hot before I go in. <laughs> <I'm gonna laughs> <wear my> well, <laughs> see, see, that's, that's, that's the thing. thing. We old now. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, we get down. So it's a yeah. definite thing that if if you're not accustomed to the constant moving and the type of move, yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, see that, that 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 that's the ticket right there. That's what we try to get people to understand. See, especially in Orlando, people have this conception of house house music, right? Um, people think that it's all about uh, the raves and the, and the hardcore techno music, and that's that's it, and it's the, a part. It's it's an element of it. Festivals, right? And the big festivals, correct? Like the uh, the big festival they have here in Orlando every year over at the Tinker Field. Right. People have this this conception of what what they're going to hear when we say house music. So that yes, that definitely is an element of house music, but that's not the type of music that we play, and that's not where the roots how how we're trying to um, we give back to the people. The roots of house music is more soulful, more musical, more instrumental. It's just up tempo. So those type of songs you might hear by by uh, Avon or even Drake or people like that that make R and B and things of that nature. You you'll hear stuff like that in house music. Uh, you hear uh, Stevie Wonder. You hear classics. You know. You hear uh, R and B, right? So you hear, hear stuff that might sound like jazz. You hear stuff that sound like Afrobeat. So there's so many different elements of house music that we try to bring to the people and have them experience it and and just enjoy it and have a good time and 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 feel the spirit and the camaraderie that everybody brings to the party. That's why I think a lot of people gravitate to us and what they want. And it's something different that's going on in Orlando right now. Not too many people are doing something like that. And I, what I like, you know, especially because you know, I've heard, I've heard, I've heard both you, your, your, you guys DJing and the type of music, and I, I do like that you're not the atypical house music. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. it is. You know, when you when you throw that little Afro beat in there, man, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, so, and, right. So, baby, you, you, baby, you, you know us, right? You, you know me, and my wifey, and you, you, Carl, you've been to our house too on Sundays when I do my Sunday show. You know, what I'm saying, yeah, yeah, I know how I roll. It's, it's not your typical, you know, four, four, four beats to the wall, bang your head type stuff. I'm, I'm trying yeah. to, I'm trying to give you an experience. I'm trying to make you feel the music, so that when you, when you, when you listen to it, it you have no choice but do something. You know, yeah, you don't necessarily have to no dance, but you're gonna do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's, there's no, you. I mean, you're gonna tap your feet, bob your head, you know, and then soon, as soon as before you know it, it's like, oh, I'm in this thing. Oh, yep, yep, <laughs> yep. I know that's how I yep. 
hey, I'm trying to keep the shoulder from moving. But it's right. Like <laughs> right. And the whole thing is we we don't want people looking up at the DJ booth like it's a show. Like I want to look out at the crowd and see. People are barely looking at each other out there. If you're doing it right, that everybody's feeling that shoulder. Like, well, hey, what's going on? All right, all right. And they're going. So that's what that's the that's the reward for what we do. Yeah. So with the with the nonprofit, you know, I know you you, you spoke about you know, and that is awesome to actually bring music into something that because we all know music brings people together all the way always all the music no matter what it is right it brings the masses together in some form or fashion and so to use that as your foundation to get a to create the 5013c for the you know the nonprofit, which is rhythm Mm -hmm. and then take back take that and give back to the community in what are some of the areas again you you give back to the community uh, so part of our you know after watching everybody go through what they've been through through the co through the covid era let's hope it's coming to a close but through the covid era we saw a lot of small businesses a lot of people we know struggle um so we our our energies are going to be more focused we're probably going to have two or three events before we start. I mean, we're never going to be about publicizing, oh, we're doing this for charity, da, da, da. But it's going to be a function of everything that we do. So about two or three events down the road, you may start noticing that they're, that we're doing a pop-up at a restaurant. And we're not charging them. Like, like maybe me and Todd will go DJ at a restaurant, have like a grand opening or a grand reopening. Um, it may be somebody who has a jewelry business or, or a clothing business that wants to do a fashion show it, as part of one of our events. Uh, there's a couple people we're talking to uh, about that right now. Um, even, with, even with this, yeah. so, so with, with you guys, uh, with Sipping in Conversations, mm-hmm. us doing this with you guys is also an avenue because we understand that you're doing this as a business and we want to give you the, the exposure as well. Yes. So, you know, everything works in, in, in conjunction with each other. So these are the type of things that we want to do. We want to promote other people in their businesses, uh, people in our community, people that we know. And we want to try to shed light on the people that are struggling and the people that are trying to build up. There's so many. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was saying absolutely. That's exactly what it's all about. That's what we're that's why we have this platform. Yeah. Yeah. And, and this is these platforms we can share to just kind of build each other up. But um, with that being said, you, you'll start seeing some more things where we're bringing in other partners and restaurants and things like that to help build them up. And, and we'll have vendor space um, at most, if not all of our events to kind of highlight other small businesses. There's this one business I just fell in love with. Um, it's called O-Town Compost. So what they're doing is they're giving, it costs like 22 bucks a month. Mm-hmm but they'll bring a bucket with a liner, like a five gallon bucket, and you put your compostable garbage in there rather than wrapping up in a plastic bag and sending it to the landfill for the next thousand years. They go make fertilizer with it and distribute it either back to you, like say you, you have uh, you know, 
uh, you're growing food at your house or, or growing plants, they could bring it back to you as part of that fee, or they can distribute to fleet farming. Fleet farming is, uh, I don't know if you've heard of these guys yet, but they, they run an organization where they plant food crops in people's yards. And then they also come back and harvest the, and kind yeah, of. Awesome. I knew about that. That was good. But we're going to, if you go to our events, you're going to see little businesses like that, that are doing super cool shit. And, and we want to, we're about that, you know, and, and um, on your side, you guys are taking the, the, the work on of building a community with, 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 with the talk, with, with the podcasting and the talk show and stuff, all of that, all those things work together. Like imagine if we got 20 people that start composting garbage rather than all that stuff, instead of going to the landfill, it's going into growing food for people and things like that. And yeah. it's just, there's so much that we can do with, with uh, what's the word? Just like redirecting our energy. Yeah, the like, sustainable energy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, our own, our, our human energy. Like imagine if we if we spent our energy just trying to get by, doing things to to profit us and to heal us and to make us stronger. That's uh, actually why we're here, I believe. Yep. I got one last question before we slide out. Baby. Yeah, go ahead. Y'all ready for this one? Go yeah. For we're just gonna change gears and get into yeah. the show. That's all. So I don't mind. Yeah, I'm here. But y'all wanna stick around and you hang yeah. out as long as you want. Sure. So, uh, what got you guys mm -hmm. into the DJ? What What was that? <laughs> what got y'all to want to be DJs? <laughs> I got a good story for you, but let's let Todd go first since it was stronger before I ever get into it. All right, I, I'll try to make this quick. Um, <laughs> So for, for me, uh, at the time when I started DJing, it was late 70s. So I'm telling my age, right? I'm, I'm telling my age. Uh, the, end, the, the, the beginning of, beginnings of the hip hop era, uh, when DJing was a nerdist thing to do, I was a nerd when I was a kid. So yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to DJ, you know, because I couldn't MC. So I couldn't get on the mic and, you know, was spit rhymes. So I said, I had to do so. I got to be in this hip hop game. So what am I going to do? So I wanted to DJ. Um, it, it was a, a friend of mine that lived in the same building as I did. I grew up in the projects. Uh, his brother, during, there was a New York City blackout back in the 70s. And people up north should remember that when a lot of DJs got their equipment from that blackout, you know, the looting and stuff like that. So. Yeah. My uh, my Get friend, <laughs> my friend who lived in the building, his big brother had got his set that way. So um, you know, just hanging out, we would go to his house, and he had the equipment, and that was my opportunity to learn. And then uh, along the way, I just had uh, other other people that had their own sets, and I would just you know bounce around from place to place to place and practice it and learn how to DJ. And here we are today. Wow, that's what's up. That's all right, though. That's okay. <laughs> Oh, my turn. So <laughs> for me, it started out with just like a deep appreciation of music. Um, I was born in Toronto, and believe it or not, the, the radio stations were really good around them. So there was a lot of soul music playing. And so that immediately, like, I'm told stories about myself, like when uh, Lou Rawls, you're going to miss... Uh, what's the song, name of the song? You're going to miss my loving? Right. 
when that song used to play, I used to go crazy in my crib. Okay. <laughs> so that might be the start. But then the second significant thing is all of a sudden, after living in Toronto and Philadelphia and, and whatnot, we moved to Florida to a place called Christmas, Florida. Oh, which wow. Completely rural. And um, completely. Yeah, still is. Yes. And I, I um, you know, we had like, a, we still have like a farm out there and stuff. But so I grew up and my cousins would keep sending me mixtapes from Toronto, from Detroit, from New York. And um, I was so scared riding the bus because these redneck kids would be literally fist fighting through the back two thirds of the bus. And it was it was quite scary for the brown guy <laughs> in Christmas, Florida. So I had my little yellow Walkman and I had my mixtapes and I just sat in the front seat closest to the door. And I just like, that was my sanctuary for a while. Um, so that's where I started loving the music. And then in 92, I moved to Miami. I started DJing probably the year before I moved to Miami and got to DJ a lot for, you know, 10 years after that. And then the rest is history. That's how I got really the start. And here we go. And who are we now? We are the Rhythm League. Yep. And, you know, what else is there to say? They're all grown up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I mean, we, we I could get deep into the story, but that's that's gonna take all night. So yeah, well, there's lots of twists, lots of twists, yeah, lots yeah. of twists. This how this how the simple get to know you guys. Yeah, this is true. This is true. And, and also, this this stream is being broadcast. Not only is it being broadcast on Facebook, it is also being broadcasted on YouTube. So it's being put out in two different places and it will always be there as long as we are who we are and that's what we got planned um listen i know y'all gonna stick around so that's no worries no worries no worries but we're gonna shift gears because uh we know what these circles came here for well they came for y'all we know that we know y'all and we came for them so here we are you know and that's who they are. We told y'all they was going to be here. And this is them, DJ Todd Love. And we got Mr. Mogimbo, also to us known as Alim. Yes. Okay, y'all. All right, Sippers. Listen, let's get into it. Tonight, for the love of money. Gonna get your money, man. But the money resides, but the money resides. <laughs> It's all kind of things about money. Yeah. You can't even, there's no getting around it. However. Go ahead. You got no, you do this. No, man. Say it, how you fit, say it with your chest. Well, I mean, for the love of money, right? So here's the question, right? Why is money the driving force and how people behave out here in the world? Hmm. Hmm. The driving force. The driving force. Is it? Or is it or is it fear? Well or is it the, the fear of not having it? It all goes back to money though. Right. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> you know, from a behavioral perspective, you know, we all we need money. Yeah. In this 
in this era, in this land where we live in, unless you are completely off the grid mm -hmm. and you have placed your world and your life around, mm -hmm. not, you know, nothing money-based, you're still going to be some type of a barter system. Well, no. Yeah, you know, some type of a, something got to be taking place because you can't gotta, get, you can't get feed or you can't get certain things that you're gonna need for your land, even if you're living off the grid. Yeah, if you don't yeah. have some coins or something, there's there's got to be there's got to be equal exchange. Right. I, I think that um, I think there's levels to it though. Um, you you got you got people that don't have it, won't get it, and they ain't worried about it. They just living how they living because it is what it is. They ain't missing it. <laughs> right, exactly. Then you got people that that have a certain portion of it, but the portion that they have is not enough, so they always chasing more to make things better. Right? Then you got another segment of people that have it, always had it, will always get it, and just don't care. Right? Mm -hmm. So you have to figure out where you fall in in those in those three tiers, as I see it. Um the poor people is always going to ch chase the money because every little bit that they they got they could get they're gonna they're gonna try to get if they can get five cents off a cigarette they're gonna try to get five cents off that cigarette because they might be able to buy some rice whatever the case may be um or if their motive is drugs they're gonna do what they're gonna do so they can get high it doesn't matter how much they get whatever they get they're gonna get zooted off of it. um i think you know what you're saying i think a lot of the two it depends on what mode you're in like if you're in survival mode mm. you know what i mean your focus is different it's it's what your focus is on but if you're on sustainability you know like on a sustainable level you know you got a different you're in a different mode because when you're in survival mode everything is a hustle right that's a really interesting point because being in survival being in fight or flight is it goes back in our DNA in our ancestry for thousands of generations. And we face different challenges than the last 98% of our ancestors. Our challenges are different. Um, there's not a lion around the corner. There's not, uh, you know, you know there, and I think that fight or flight hardwiring is what puts people in a mindset where they have to chase money rather than who am I? What do I have to offer the world? How can I get that energy out there to where that I can see some benefit from it? So I'm sidestepping, I'm sidestepping the money question, but I think it's you hit the nail on the head with the fight or flight with the, with the survival mode. I think, and this is actually something I've been working on a lot the last year, going through some things I've been going through. Todd's seen me do it, go through all this stuff. But if you are stuck in fight or flight, you're not making decisions on what your highest and best is. You're making decisions on how am I going to how, how am I going to not die tomorrow? Um, and the fight or flight mechanism is so strong that it may be some dumbass coworker that you don't like that's triggering that for you and you're not doing it yourself. Yeah. So well, I'm with all that. I'm with yeah. all that. So 
I'm gonna go with my viewpoint, my little take on it. Yeah. Everybody's bringing something to the table. I got it. What if it? What if what? What if it's how money was introduced to you? You know. Oh yeah. You know, I, I know when you were a kid, money was introduced to you a certain type of way because a lot of people look at money as power. Yeah. And influence. Power right. and influence can help you way along the way. So you know what I'm saying. So even in the dating scene, if you dress good, you smell good, you got the potential of getting what you want easier than you did if you didn't. You know but even I mean? that's mindset. That's mindset. But even no, that's I mean, my point is how it's introducing you. Like, yeah, hey, man, I ain't want to drink Coke 45 until I seen Billy D had Coke 45, right? <laughs> he was, he's the one that was getting all the ladies. Yeah, that's a great point. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like how it was introduced to you, in a sense, with, uh, going along with everything you guys have said as well. Absolutely. I just everybody. The point. The every point is valid. You mm -hmm. know, it just depends yeah. on what perspective you're looking at and who's looking at the who's answering it. You know what I mean? Like you right. said, if you're right. if you are. You know, let's say you grew up in a rural area mm -hmm. where you're you have limited resources. So everything you do is about that rainy day. Yeah. Versus if you were from the you know the suburbs and the you know the really nice Heathrows type kind of places, you know, where you leveled up. You don't, you don't, you don't even know that you don't know the struggle exists. You're right on the money, and uh, right on the money. <laughs> but <laughs> Simone Williams, Simone Williams is in the comments here talking about it's an it's nice to develop a healthy relationship with money, and it's all about mindset. And I think that she's dead on. And I think the only thing I would add to that is that our job is to dissect where we come from, when our parents are saying, we ain't got money for that. What's going on? And that if when we're three and five years old and we hear that, that is our money story yeah, right? yeah, forever. So yeah, we have to dissect our history. We have to really think about who we are after we've gotten past that. Then we've got to think about what we want and how do we exchange the gifts that we have to receive what we want. I know I'm talking kind of spacey, but that's that's where I'm at. Yeah, I, I, I understand what a lot of them is talking about because um, right now in, in, in this stage of my life, the way money is for us in, in our household, yeah, we need money, right? We need to pay these bills. We need to get down this debt. Mm -hmm. But it's not, but we're not really chasing the money where we're saying, well, we want to be, we want to be wealthy or we want to, we want to live in a, in a, a five hundred thousand dollar house, nothing like that, because we're very happy where we where we at. You know, we 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 are very content with our life and the cars we drive and the way we live and the, and the way we take it easy and go to the beach and take vacations and stuff like that. It's not it's, for us. It's not about we need to make more money. It's just yeah, we got we 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 can make some more money, yes, but it ain't that serious. Mm -hmm. I hear that. And, and like the wife, if you look at the comments, she said, our goal is retirement. That, exactly. 
and retire it for us is real simple. <laughs> yeah. No, we can't hear you guys. Are you guys live? We are you guys muted or something? Well, anyways, while you're coming back online. Can you hear us? Time out. <laughs> I love this. Ah. Talking about stuff with good people. But that's what I grounded down to for me, Todd. Was that? That's what I grounded down to for me. Every minute, every second, I'm in fight or flight, survival. I'm not thinking about the highest and best thing. We back, you guys quiet. I'm hearing stuff. I know. Can you hear me now? Yes, we can. I'm here. Can you hear me? Yep. Yeah. Yes. We got everybody. You can hear me. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just need to make sure you lost baby. Okay. I, I was wondering if y'all can hear me. Turn that no. down. We are here, but you won't. You'll see me talking, but it's it's coming from a different platform. My my other person. Right. I just make sure. I just want to make sure y'all can hear me. No. Yeah, we can hear you now. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. I just need to get this volume. Yeah, you get a little echo. It's gonna be an echo. Buddha, turn that off. Okay, what yeah. about now? That's good. I'm still oh, in there, boy. Am I still echoing? A little, still a little echo. Yeah. Turn you off. I want to make sure I turn him off. We keep it pushing. See, this is what money do. Money keep you pushing it. <laughs> I'm trying to I have two things going on right here and I don't want to turn the camera off on one mm. and I'm scared to stop it uh, <laughs> yeah, one thing has to mute probably one device so I had to turn one off I'm. We still here. Okay. I good. know you hear me. I know you see me. <laughs> yeah, we hear you. We hear you. Don't worry. See, this is what we do when we in show business. <laughs> Are you gonna turn the camera on? Yes, I'm. I'm gonna turn the camera on. I just gotta get to the right production. Yeah. This is us. And when I get in there and I turn that camera on. It's gonna be on and popping. I'm not gonna change nothing because if I do, it's gonna be a problem. Voila. Mm -hmm. 
Look, I be having plans going on, y'all. Y'all, I be trying to make sure we can keep it pushing. I think we're good enough. No, no, that's, like, that's how the show works. You keep it going. Listen, 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 listen. For the love of money, what you gonna do about it? You know what I'm saying? You just gonna, it's either gonna be like you say, sink or swim, fight or flight, or, you know, and. And, and it all depends on what direction or perspective you're really coming from at the end of the day. Yeah, you know, sure. because, and you can't really, I, I think for me, what I, what saddens me is the higher up you go, you, you, you kind of, I don't want to say you forget, but you, you've moved on. And so moving on means you got to push past because you don't want to go backwards. Yeah. So that, that going backwards. Um, so for, for me, just speaking from my perspective, before I came to Florida, I was making good money. I was in New York City. I was making good money. Um, was laid off. And I had to start all over again, basically, once I moved to Florida. You know, start from the ground up on an entry-level position, uh, making only a certain amount of money, and I had to work my way up again, work my way up again. Still not at the same place where I was when I left New York, but for Florida, I'm okay. You know, I'm doing all right. Would, would I like to make a little bit more money? Yes, for sure. But that's why I hustle. That's why, you know, I got my DJ thing. So, I, you know, I do my weddings, I do my parties, and I make a little extra money on the side. So if I need some money for the cave, I could do it. Um, you know, so, and then this the, doing with the, uh, the the nonprofit organization, that just gives me another opportunity to help other people, you know, big up their bank and put someone, you know, pad their pockets a little bit more. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm pretty happy about where I am right now, how I think about money. Um, you know, trying to make the right moves as far as investing and, and you know, getting ready for the retirement. But, um, because we already know Vaughn different. said the goal is re to retire yes. early. <laughs> yeah, as early as possible. We're out of there. She ain't trying to stick around for long. And she needs to be somewhat warm. Yes. Warmer. Warmer. Close to warm. Gotcha. <laughs> No, but I, you know, I, I think me, I think, you know, we do have the tendency to change um, when it comes down to money. And I don't know if you mean, we mean to do it intentionally. Uh, it's just, it becomes the new thing. It's the new it's the new world order. Right. And so when you when it's when it's the new world order, it it, it, it means that you know you gotta make changes. And it's just what it is, you know. I mean, now granted I don't I know that you you I don't wanna say if I make you know, I'm making millions that I won't do something like you guys are doing, you know, like I would love to have a nonprofit. So it, it's a means for me to give back.
but I know that's just a thought process for me. I'm not, I'm not the masses, you know, mm -hmm. and, and because, and another advantage is that I know where I came from. Now I've not been at the bottom, but you know, I know I can acknowledge that there are things that there's worse situations. Mm. For sure. Yeah, for, for sure. Because, uh, you know, I, I can relate to that. Um, I, I was, we wasn't, we wasn't poor growing up, but you know, we wasn't well off, you know, I grew up in the projects. So, you know, from, from my perspective, you know, looking out in the world, we were poor, uh, you know, even though for my mother, it didn't look that way, the way she handled business, it didn't look like it was poor. Um, and, and, and then growing up, I had this mentality that I had to have a lot of money in my pocket. So it got to the point I walked around with at least two hundred dollars in my pocket, thinking, you know, I'm good. You know, um, going to strip clubs and making it rain, all that good stuff. And and when I spit up all my ducats, I go to the bank and get some more and go do it again. So that's that's a, that's a mentality that um, I saw growing up. Yeah. But now, being married and seeing things a little bit different, nah, I'm good. I don't need to go to strip club. I don't need to have $200 in my pocket. You know, I just need to have enough money to, you know, have a little bit of drink. Every now and then go out, enjoy myself, enjoy my time with the wife, take a vacation, and get ready for retirement. Absolutely. And that's, and that's what's important. I think now, in my now, you know, we've all been there, done that. You know, we've all made this crazy we've all i know i've I, look i well i know i've done the most i'm, I'm gonna say, <laughs> say this right so as we sit here and we talk about money and we think about influences and things like that but you got music today man telling these kids what to do and how to live with that money in very peculiar ways that I mean, I'm not understanding. They're not telling them how to, you know, financial literacy. They tell them how to blow all this money, right? So, you know, I always say that music is the new religion. It, it, it's, a, it's the foundation of how things are being blasted in the media. It, it's and all it's the blasted in the media. You hit it. Because it's the songs, the music they listen to. It's the TV commercials. It's the TV shows that show certain lifestyles that don't make sense. The friends in in that TV show, friends could never afford afford those apartments they lived in, and um, it, it's a false. It's it's like a false goal, where, and I'm getting back into my stuff where, people aren't making decisions based on what their highest and best gift is like what what's their gift that they can share with the world they're making decisions on survival and survival decisions don't you don't grow in survival you could you, you you stay where you are you maintain sometimes you fail but your goal is to maintain and maintaining staying at zero is not uh not getting anybody anywhere fast so. okay Make it sure. 
That's cool. I was checking out my mute. I was checking out my volume just to see if I had it. I was able to get it back. Okay. Survivalist to maintain. Uh, yeah, it can be. I think it can be. Um, but it's not, it's, it's not always sustainable. It's for that moment. It versus, you know, like you're saying, uh, like a limb was saying, if you, if you, it going back, but it, it all, it's now, all, it's I all get, perspective. I get, what, I get what he's saying. No, I do. I, I'm he's not saying, saying survival as in living, living. If you're just living, that's maintaining. You see what I'm saying? No, I got it. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I I I I, I got it. Yeah, no. a, lot, a lot of people think uh, survival is about paying your bills, uh, about um, having a house, having a car, being able to go out and splurge. That's that's a luxury, basically. You know, um, yeah, we want to keep a roof over our head. But surviving is also about your body, about your, I'm sorry, about your body, your mind, and your soul. Yeah. You know, that's, 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 has to be a complete package. And I think, you know, and then what I'm going to do, I'm going to go into my final thoughts and we're going to go around with our final thoughts. Okay. So for me, I think, you know, if I, I like what you were saying, you know, I like the piece of limb said, I like Buddha, I like, I like all the aspects of it because in my now my my views on money is not the same as it was you know 30 years ago you know 10 years ago freak five years well i'll say i'll go i'll go faster i'll go farther i'll say a year ago 10 years ago <laughs> because my my shift in how i perceive money changed roughly in the last 10 years and it and I went gung ho crazy about sustainability because of that happiness. You know what what was my goal, and and my goal was to be at peace. You know, and so I don't want I don't I want to just pay my bills on time. <laughs> now I don't want to just do that, but you know, I want to be able to pay my bills on time. I want to be comfortable. In you know I want to be able to go to the store and buy that thing or make arrangements if it's really that detrimental for me to have i just want to live you know i want to live i don't want to just survive i want to be more than just living in the now i want to survive i mean excuse me i don't want to just survive in the in the now i want to live for long-term purposes you know what i mean i want to be setting things up for my grandbabies you know what i mean i want to be able to see i want to go on that trip i want to fly wherever i want to go you know, I want to go, I want to have my adult beverage. Okay. So for me, my behavior has changed with regards to it. So I'm sometimes I'm tight. Sometimes I'm like, go get it. That's yours. Let's have it, you know. But that's where I want to be with regards to money. What are your thoughts? No, you can get go it right ahead, here. Mr. Uh, Todd. Unmute yourself. Yeah, I, I, I agree. You know, it's again, it's about, yeah, I want to be able to have a little bit. So if I see something, I want something, I want to be able to get it. Who doesn't want to be that way? Um, but at the same time, if I don't need it, 
then I'm not I'm not stressing over it. Um, so yeah, I, it's good to be in that space. And I'm with you. You know, ten years ten years ago, I wasn't you know seeing money the way I see it now. I had a totally different mindset. I wasn't thinking about you know retirement or thinking about you know making sure I had a, a house, a home. Nah, but now yeah, we we good. We we know how to do with our money. We we know how to have a good time. We know how to enjoy ourselves. We know how to survive, and we know how to live. So that's what's up for us. For me, I agree with everything, and the only thing I would add to it or build on, and it's not going to be right for everybody, but I'm going to say that how many amazing cooks do you know that only cook for themselves? How many amazing singers do you know that only sing in the shower? How many amazing entrepreneurs are there? that are not getting their shine because they're stuck in survival mode. So it's it's an evolutionary thing. I'm not saying somebody's not evolved if they're trying to get by because trying to get by is not easy right now. And <laughs> People need to get by, people need to survive. But that's the only thing I'm adding. I think if you can spend even a small part of your day mentally not being in that fight or flight survival mode you can actually think and remember who you are you can think of what your gift is and how to get it out there that's what side hustles are i think that's what side hustles should be i think what they wind up being a lot of time is getting into a network marketing thing or getting into something that somebody else says is working for everybody but if somebody else says this works, it doesn't mean it doesn't work, but is it right for you? It's a whole different question. So that's all I got. Okay. Listen, I'm going to unmute you. I'm going to unmute you. Hopefully it won't be too much. All right. You ready for me? Yes. All right. So here's my thoughts. <laughs> it's a little different, but. but... <laughs> He's always a different one. It's a little different, but it is what it is. So for me, I've watched, I've been on the bottom as everybody has, and I've seen the top as as people has, and I watched people who has gotten money. You know, the inner self, the inner self, project outward things you wouldn't see because of where they were in their life when they got the money. It all came out. Sometimes money brings out the truth of you, mm-hmm. who you truly are. And, and that's sad in a sense. And that's great in other senses because it can make you humble because if you don't have it, then you really get to dig deep and figure out what you're really made of, right? So when it goes from the final thoughts of that is, does money, is money the driving force in certain aspects? Yeah. It is in most aspects because if you don't have it, you want it, and if you got it, you don't care. I done seen, I done read a lot of books where kings were wiping their hands on bread as napkins, but this is like a delicacy everywhere else. You know what I mean? So it's like, what do we do here? Yeah. You know, how do we change the narrative for the good? 
You can go out. I can go out right now today and speak to the masses. Right? Mm-hmm. They ain't gonna understand me. They some might get it. Some may do. Might not. Mm-hmm. Right? But if I have dollars behind me, I got more of an opportunity to get my voice truly heard. You see what I'm saying? So I understand. We don't need to go down that road, homie. <laughs> but you know what I mean, though. You know what I mean, though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We we definitely all got yeah. got a way to make it happen. Yeah, you're right, you know, right. It's just a matter of what you're willing to sacrifice. You yeah. know, and 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 the local you, drug dealer. Point blank. Sorry, we, you, you didn't <laughs> have to say it. You, you, you didn't have to say it. I mean. I mean, you know, you could push a lot of things. You could push a pole. You could push several things as as making it happen. And and I'm not against it all, okay? Mm-hmm. As long as the end game, you know, you have a, a an ending to it. Like if it's, it, hey, you know, some people got to do what they got to do. And I'm not the one to say that's wrong. I can't, I can't do that. But. But. Yeah. You got to know that there's consequences for every action. There's a reaction, no right. matter what it is. Even if it's your regular, everyday job, for it, and, and just in life period, there, for every action, there's a reaction. Right. Yes. Listen, <laughs> tonight we had special guest DJs of the Rhythm League with us, DJ Todd Love. And Alim, a.k.a. Mr. Mogimbo. And this was absolutely, man, I don't know how y'all feel about it, but I really, really, really enjoyed myself tonight with you all. Love it, love it, love it, love it. And so they have a nonprofit, again, and it's the Rhythm League. They have a a third amigos with them, uh, but he's not on the show tonight. But he is actually a really good friend of ours as well. Well, he's moving. I, I see. We see him like at least once a week now. And actually, I gotta get in. I'm probably gonna send him a text message so I can set up a time to because I want to talk with him. You know about some things that we we kind of been on the background talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. Y'all gotta get that brother on the show. Yeah, yeah. But I know you gotta catch him. Like you gotta. You gotta grab him. Cause it's like, what are you doing here? Then he's like, I'm gonna be over there. And then he saw him when he was playing football. So it was like, what are you doing over there? It wasn't even in a regular place. It was just, what are you doing? But you know what? Go eat. If that's the, you, the same hustle you put in on a nine to five, you gotta make it happen. If that's your, if that's your job, that's for the love of money. What would you do? What would you do? Okay. So, we appreciate you all coming out. I popped out a couple of different um, platforms that you can find each of them. Right. All throughout on the different various social media sites. They have their different areas that you can find them directly or just, you know, the music individually and then the music collectively. Uh, There's a way to find them. I had it all. Y'all thought out. Y'all thought it was a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I was ready. Yeah, yeah, you, you, you got it. You got it. I was making sure. <laughs> I was making sure they was gonna be able to find you. So whenever you send them back, they gonna see this all throughout the show. They gonna see it popping up. They gonna be able to know. 
how to reach y'all. You know what I'm saying? Because guess what? They got to know how to reach me too. They got to know how to reach us. Now, ordinarily, we don't have issues on this magnitude where I lose my volume. So I don't know what happened. But guess what? Look at the show still going on. The show's still moving. Lost sound on one and picked up on the other, and we still here. That's right, that's right. Okay, because that's what you're doing. And thank you all, Sippers, and all of your guests that tuned in and that will catch this. Thank you all for just being there for an up-and-coming star in the podcast world and above and beyond because we don't just do the live podcast. We have our own individual things that we got going on as well, so... Buddha and Baby, we do hosts. We can do speaking engagements. I have a woman empowerment group. I'm a, a wedding officiant. Um, we can host receptions. Like, it's a plethora of things that you like using those hustles. You know what I mean? As a um, residual source of income. You know? Not just... And, and, and for it to grow, keep growing in areas that we, what, what makes us happy, as you say, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? We're not forgetting, we're not forgetting what our gift is, even though we may periodically get into survival mode. We don't forget our gift. Absolutely. Man. At the end of the day. Listen, until next week, same time, same energy, y'all. Y'all know what time it is. It's sipping in conversation with Blue Dead Baby. <laughs> Sipping in conversation. Sipping in conversation. Beat me up, Scotty. Beat me up, Scotty. Sipping in conversation.